Hi, Minimal Moves. Welcome back. Um, so today I wanted to talk to you about something kind of related to gift receiving, um, but this is something that happens more on a day-to-day basis. I'm thinking about if you have a friend or a significant other or a member of your family who will run out and grab you coffee or who will surprise you with a takeaway, takeaway like to-go bagel. I don't know. Um, I'm one of those people. I love doing that. Um, I love receiving it as well. Um, and I wish I could do it more often than I actually do. Um, but that aside, the problem with that, um, if you're someone who's interested in sustainability or minimalism, might be something like either financial clutter or, um, you know, physical, like actual clutter trash that you can't reuse. Um, So I just wanted to talk through kind of how I process it, how I approach it both from the one picking up random things to being the one on the receiving end, what sort of mindset to have to approach this. I mean, the TLDR, um, which if you're not from the US, you might not know um, that TLDR, I think it's too lazy, don't read, which doesn't make any sense, but that's what it stands for. And it's just the short rundown version of it anyway. So the TLDR, which is turning into something long already, of course, because in classic Haruka manner, is that these clutter or these trash or anything are byproducts of others caring for you or your affection for them. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, of course. And if you're on the receiving end, definitely um, kind of bask in the joy of having someone who is willing to do this for you if you are on the giving end of course there are ways you can make things less wasteful like and we'll talk through what those things are or what those steps might be but also your kindness and your willingness to invest in this is generous and sweet and probably welcome um and i think it's at the end of the day the whole point of minimalism is to spread what is good and take away what is not. So I think it's very fitting and that minimalism should not be something that stops you from this. And I realize this is a very particular thing to think about. Think about. Um, the reason why I think about this is because I myself have had the dilemma of, is it okay, even just for myself, running out and grabbing a coffee, is that okay? As in, under the COVID circumstances, um, we're not allowed to bring in our own reusable Uh, cups, mugs, whatever, um, at least in the area I live in. And I imagine this is true potentially around the world, I think, as well. So I can't really bring in my own mug or something like that. Um, And if I'm being honest, before the pandemic and before I really got into this whole minimalism sustainability thing, I never really was the first person to grab my reusable mug. Don't get me wrong, I always used my reusable mug, but I always used it to bring my own beverages because I wanted to save money because I didn't have time to stop at the coffee shop or because I didn't want to have to carry the coffee because it was so cold out that I didn't even want to stick my hand in my like glove out. Um, and so if I could save my hands from that, anything anything was worth it. So th- those would be reasons why. Um, But the perks that I saw in disposable cups, um, I'm talking specifically about coffee or like, well, for me, caffeinated beverages, because that's what I I think that kind of the like snacky foods, that's primarily where I missed in. Um, And the reason why I liked using disposable items was because 
it's easy to manage. As in, you know, when you're done with the drink, you don't need to carry around the container for the rest of the day. You can toss it out. And as a person who always used to leave my dorm or apartment room at 7 a.m. and not come back until like on the odd days, I would come back around like a little after dinner time. But generally, I wouldn't come back until like maybe 11 p.m. And I'm not exaggerating. That was pretty much my norm um, throughout college and um, even in high school in ways that kind of were a little bit different because we had certain restrictions and whatnot, but still um, as close to it as you can get, basically. And I, in, in that lifestyle, being able to pick up, and granted, I didn't buy much coffee or whatever to-go items because I didn't feel like I could justify that cost. Um and I think that's a cost-effective mindset that can be beneficial for people if that's your primary goal. Um, from a sustainability point of view, I didn't particularly... It's not that I didn't care. I, I definitely felt very guilty about it. But I also still... It was this elevated sense of luxury of that paper cup coffee, you know? I feel like a lot of people have this fascination or appreciation for a to-go coffee that is in a paper cup I don't know what about it is if you actually think about it it's actually kind of toxic because you have this inner lining I I think I've heard people say that it's like plastic whatever it is if you have like coating on paper you mean like we we know that it's not likely to be very recyclable I understood that and that's also probably unhealthy in terms of what you're ingesting and obviously unhealthy in terms of what you're putting out in the earth um, so, you know, it, I, I knew that it was bad and also for like, um, colder beverages, which I also really never got. Um, but, um, I'm starting to get into them and that's a huge problem because like, um, there's a Dunkin' Donuts down the street from where I live and it's fairly granted that doesn't give them any personal information because if you are from this area, you know, that there is a Dunkin' Donuts on down every other street. Um, I mean, that is an exaggeration, but also there are a lot of them around here. So they create these um, cold beverage cups that are entirely plastic. Granted, I don't know any, I don't know if other companies do it any different now that I'm like explicitly saying that, but they're these like pretty sturdy plastic cups. Sturdy cups means more plastic um, and they're also pretty ginormous bucket sized as we would consider in Japan. beverages and that's more bang for your buck so that's fantastic in that sense and sometimes they can even have the same cup of coffee through the whole day and I have a high caffeine tolerance so that's saying something and then I can carry it on into the next day so that's really really great and financially efficient but the amount of plastic I produce I'm concerned about and it's something that I kind of am like not struggling with I guess but like sort of wrestling with um yeah But in terms of bringing it to someone else, that's a whole other story, right? Because maybe during, if it's not during COVID times, you can bring your own reusable mug, cup, uh, whatever it is, post-COVID. I'm very excited now that I'm in this mindset to bring my own reusable. Actually, I always did. Okay, I always did, but it was motivated by financial incentives. So it was like, oh, you get, I think somewhere on um, at my university, they gave like 50 cents off your beer drink. That's pretty significant. That means, because I usually get, like, a black coffee with nothing in it, um, and that means with about, like, three, I think on campus it was, like, three um, goes of it, you can get a whole nother drink. 
that's pretty that's pretty significant for me for someone on my budget and also that means that you get more coffee because usually because my thermos is like 500 milliliters i think it's around 15 ounces maybe i'm not super sure um but that meant that i got more than what i was paying for the small but i got more than what the small was worth and i got discounts so that was like a win-win-win in all directions um for me <laughs> So there was the financial incentive. Post-COVID, I will definitely be continuing to bring my reusable cups. And I, I don't think I ever did that for cold drinks, but I'll try to do that with cold drinks as well, um, just to be more sustainable. And um, if they have financial incentives, that's fantastic. Um, also, trying to remind myself of the other aspects of like portable, like I can just throw my thermos into my bag and not worry about it. Whereas if it's a cup, I need to carry it in my hand. So that's one extra thing to sort of juggle. Um, so I'm trying to kind of use various reasons to make sure that I, I will be rather using various reasons to make sure that I'm continuing to um, use those alternatives. But the thing is when it's for someone else, like you can't exactly, maybe, you know, if it's your significant other, your best friend that you live with, your parents, something like that, maybe it's easy to just bring one of your reusable cups or maybe you have shared reusable cups and then bringing them back. Um, I don't think that that's always possible. Um, I'm thinking about my life next year and no matter where on earth I end up living, don't even get me started on the problem of where on earth I will be, but I don't think that that's going to be super easily possible unless I develop a workplace best friend or something and we wind up living together. Um, shout out to my summer co-interns who I lived with who are fantastic. Um, I won't name individual names, but they were wonderful. Um, but like if I wind up in a situation like that, maybe, but otherwise, I don't think. So here is what I propose you to keep in mind. Um, several things. So first of all, I'm sure you're evaluating, is this something that would bring value to this gift receiver's life, right? You're investing your time and effort to go pick up something for this other person. My dream is to have, okay, well, if there are any software engineers listening to this, and I know that there are at least one, I think, floating around there, mm -mm, this probably doesn't pertain to you. And I hope that I hope that you get to pick up all the coffee in the world. Well, okay, we're going to get into the sustainability piece. So all the coffee in the world in your tumblers and portable mugs or wait, reusable mugs, I guess. Oh, wait, no, but mugs are always reusable. Portable, you know what I mean? Like thermoses? I guess that's what I was referring to. Um, but yeah, okay. I got thrown off because um, my audio cut off for a quick second. Um, and I'm proud of myself for the seamless transition, but at the same time, I, I don't know if it's seamless. I hope it is. I'm sorry if it's not. Um, but also, so for everyone else, I'm sure you are considering the financial, okay, not to say, sorry, software engineers, to throw you under the bus. I'm just in awe of how valued the software skill is. And I just wish that first year me would have known it. Not that I would have been good at it or anything, but like I would have, you know, had a better sense of the world. Anyway, so in evaluating the financial cost, you're kind of inadvertently evaluating the sustainability cost because maybe if if this is not worth it, like in the worth it perspective, um, I think it's inevitably folded in the sustainability point of view. And if it's not, then you can fold it into there. Think, is this, is this cup of coffee worth it enough to have a disposable cup come with it um, in terms of the joy trade-off? And granted, my other sort of inner dilemma there would be, who am I to decide? I am probably not the one who is going to bear the brunt of the burden 
of having this disposable cup go into the landfill, into the earth, and, like, it's going to be people who are from more marginalized communities, because at the end of the day, where back home, I'm in a fairly safe, well, granted, we do get floods, I guess, but I'm in a fairly overall safe, well, we do get a lot of earthquakes and a lot of typhoons. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop saying that I'm from, like, an extremely safe area, because that's not true, but also, I'm in, like, a, I feel very privileged in that sense, so I know that it's not, like, it's, it doesn't feel like it's my place to make those judgments, but at the same time, I, I think that in acts of kindness, like, overall, okay, this is getting a little bit, I don't know if anyone here watches Unjaded Jade, who is a YouTuber who is fabulous. Um, I love her because I think she's originally a, or maybe still is a study tuber. She's at, um, uh, what's, what's that university? It's a traveling university where they um, send their students each year to different places. I think some of their campuses are Seoul, San Francisco, Berlin, um, or I don't know where else. Uh, oh, maybe Tokyo, because I met one of them in Tokyo. Um, sure, shoot, it's not, obviously not McGill. It's a traveling university that I think starts with M. Um, I'm, I'm lost, the, the name is lost on me at the moment, but she always talks about casual magic, kind of sort of precious moments of encounter and appreciating it and infusing gratitude and everything in the way you comport yourself in life, basically. I'm sure I worded that poorly, um, but I think that overall, I wanted to talk about that kind of casual magic mindset, which I really appreciate because it's this idea of no matter what your faith background is or your interests are, kind of infusing good and a good mindset in what you do, whatever it is that you're doing. So I, th- I believe um, fundamentally that all good things kind of intertwine and sort of echo each other and caring for someone is a good thing, right? Like thinking about, oh, maybe I can make this person's day by picking up this coffee for this person is a good thing. And yes, there's an environmental cost and you definitely need to evaluate that. But also overall, if you are doing a good, I believe that overall that will help reinforce other goods. Um, I don't know if that's, I mean, I think that's like a strange way to phrase it, but that is actually how people think. Um, it's just not something that people commonly articulate. I don't really know, but um, let me know what your thoughts are. I guess not in the comments, but in my Insta DMs, which is Minimal Moves by H. I think I talked about my Insta at some point and I changed my handle since and I low-key might change it before this episode goes up again because I'm trying to make it as simple as possible and Minimal Moves itself without any um, marks are taken. So I just wanted to turn it into all alphabets. So it's Minimal Moves by H right now. But yeah. So I, I want to, like, I, I almost don't want the sustainability piece to be something that discourages people from either, you know, giving little gifts, picking up coffee, picking up a snack for someone else, leaving little notes, things like that. Obviously, there are other alternatives, but things like, okay, let's take the notes example. Leaving a handwritten note to me feels so much more significant. And I know I've done this for other people and they found it also, I think, more valuable than like shooting a quick text. If you're someone like who lives far away you know, mailing things costs money. So I think people still super, also if you're just far away, and you're not right next to each other. It's super valuable to just leave like a quick text message and that's fantastic. And it's always great to do that too. But there's something special about leaving a note, especially if you, like what I like to do is like, if I pick up a bagel, okay. <laughs> you see a recurring theme here. I went to high school in New Jersey. So I have New Jersey bagel pride and New York bagel people come at me. Um, I will fight you. JK, but also, yeah, it's very important to me. 
And <laughs> so I, I love kind of the idea of like, you know, picking up something for like a light breakfast, like a bagel, a scone, something like that, putting like a little note, maybe throwing in a coffee if you have enough hands, you usually don't, and leaving that at someone's doorstep just for them to like have a little pick-me-up, even if you don't get to spend time together or especially on your current circumstances, I think it's a really nice thing you can do easily as well and kind of like make it a nice walk in the morning as well. Um, so I think that that's valuable. I know this is kind of a weird episode, right? So I'm going to pivot now towards minimalism and sustainability and talk a little bit about how these practices can be made minimal or sustainable. So some easy kind of immediate things that I'm sure would come to your mind as well are things like bringing your own reusable bag. Like instead of, um, this also depends, okay, this depends on what exactly it is that you're getting. But if you are getting even something like a scone, but like if you're getting like a whole bagel or like, okay, I don't, I don't know if anyone around here are picking up like random baguettes. Um, I honestly don't know where I can find one around here. Ooh, okay. There's this bakery in New York though. Um, if anyone's thinking of moving to New York or is in New York right now, um, Okay, um, I think I accidentally clicked something, and I was talking about l'appartement Capref, l'appartement, if you're, like, trying to spell it out, it's L-A-P-P-A-R-T-E-M-E-N-T-F-4-F Bakery, that's based in New York, they look fantastic, and one of the things that I love about them is that their wrapping looks so natural, I mean, granted, I don't know, because I've never ordered from them, they might be a little bit too fancy for me right now in my phase of life, but you can right now get them for delivery or pickup and they come wrapped in like string and little paper labels and a paper bag, stuff like that. So either if you know that the place you're going to does not provide paper or like recyclable wrapping, um, then trying to bring that. But if you get grease on it, you can't recycle it. Remember that. Um, so another alternative is honestly, okay, this may seem a little bit counterintuitive, but bring your own plastic bags because like, if you are a person who habitually goes to the same place or gets the same thing, like, for example, if you love scones and then you always, on Sunday, go to this bakery to pick up scones, then you can just bring the same plastic bag over and over and wash it, dry it, and bring it again. And it might smell a little bit like the scone, but it doesn't matter because you're getting the same thing or, like, you're getting the same pastry item. This depends on your comfort level in terms of sanitation and whatnot, sure. Um... And what they'll let you do kind of but you can just refuse the bag and just have it in the paper wrapping and then just stick the paper wrapping in there to reduce in the plastic bag to reduce your trash um that's like a tiny step for sure but think about all the all the amounts of times you go to that place and how much of an impact you can make and that's magnificent and okay i also know there are a lot of people who say that yeah but what each person does does doesn't really matter it's about like what the big corporations do and I mean, of course it matters what the big corporations do, but every organization is made out of individuals. Like no matter no matter if it's Amazon or your corner store, everything is ran by a human, well, at least right now, I think. There are humans involved in each establishment is what I'm trying to say. And before I dig myself into a hole there about the whole automation teacher of work and whatnot. So I think it's very important that individual people put this into their kind of mindset and into their practice and then fold that in so that it's seen by others too and they think that oh for my friend I don't think I'm close to any Juliana so I'm gonna use that name Juliana this is really important to her so maybe I should start thinking about that too or maybe in your gift giving practice or in your day-to-day chats with your friends this kind of naturally comes out in a very non 
like not an annoying way, you know? And I think that that's super, super important. So these small swaps, I think are really actually super important in influencing down the road, those big corporations, those non-neighborhood corner stores, as well as those neighborhood corner stores, because we can all do better in different ways, I think, except for like the people living in extreme zero waste circumstances. But even then, usually, okay, usually if you watch those shows, you can tell like there are ways in which their burden is shifted onto others. Either they come from a lot of privilege or they are a person who has like presents with a lot of privilege so they can get by in the world with like less protection, you know, in all all kinds of ways. Or yeah, I, I have I mean, alongside a lot of like sustainability minded folks, not a vindictive against against uh, people who are zero, zero waste exactly, but like a caveat, you know, it takes a certain set of circumstances to be able to do that as well as be able to be low waste, everything else, you know? Um, so I think that's important to keep in mind. Um, and I think it's important for everyone to take whatever strides that they can in like whatever small ways that they can, because even kind of taking my personal experience, I know that right now I'm taking more steps than I had been before, where in, in the past, I've always kind of simultaneously scorned, is that the word scorned? Um, the US kind of recycling system where you sort of dump everything together. Like it's a it's a really bad recycling system. I think everyone can agree on that to a certain degree. I'm not saying that the Japanese one is perfect, um, but we just do a lot more work in recycling um, as like the average individual. Um, and so I would score that, but at the same time, kind of marvel in the degree of consumerism that is possible in the US and also feel incredibly guilty about it and feel like I should be perfect in some ways, but not be able to do so. And then kind of be torn in this like weird, like, I have fun in the process, but also I hate it and like hate myself for it. It's not, it, it didn't really do much. And now I feel like I'm a bit more accepting and understanding of the US system. I mean, it is an incredibly flawed system, but also there are things you can do within those frameworks that can make that flawed system a little bit better, like being a little bit more attentive to your trash. I am that annoying person in the house who is like policing people for putting the pizza boxes in the recycling and I'm like no you cannot put this greasy box in recycling um like doing stuff like that or um trying to like I since getting interested in the sustainability situation um I haven't bought I don't think I don't think I've bought um non like tea bags I guess basically um granted I have like several thousand I mean not potentially literally actually but of teas because I am a tea fanatic but I haven't bought that kind of tea and I'm going to hope to not and just use um, loose leaf tea because of the environmental impacts of tea bags things like that so I think that those little swaps are really meaningful um okay pivoting back to what we were talking about in terms of I hope you enjoy these I really do um these kind of mind wanders but pivoting back to the whole gift or like it's not really a gift it's like a picking up a random coffee here and there situation other things that we can keep in mind so bringing a larger reusable bag today um i was out in my like local kind of college town area basically and there i was in a pickle because i didn't have enough hands to carry all the things just directly like my i had picked up a bagel for a friend and a bagel for myself and I also got a coffee and I had, oh, that was a whole situation as well. Um, but I just couldn't carry everything. So I had to put them all in a CVS bag. But had I been better prepared, I would have been able to stick it in a reusable bag. 
Um, so that's a good good step to take as well, especially if you're picking up a lot of things for a lot of people. Then that's actually fantastic because you are being sustainable in a way by running everyone else's errands. Because maybe if they were gonna walk, it doesn't make as much of a difference. But if they were gonna take like even the bus or they were going to drive there, you're saving that trip. You're saving that sort of fuel by doing everyone else else's trip all in one. Um, and so that's fantastic. So that's another way you're kind of already being sustainable. And okay, so once you do get the items, so there are some things that you can do. For example, if you get if you get like okay, let's continue on with the bagel example. I'm sorry if you don't like bagels, but they're fantastic. So yeah, okay. Um, so you put them all in. Actually, I'm not sure what aller. I think they might have gluten. So sorry for if if. They do have gluten, sorry for our celiac folks slash uh, gluten intolerance. I'm not super sure what that's called. Okay, before I continue digging myself into the hole, there again, let's move on. Um, you can put all those like items that you've picked up into one bag. Um, they might sometimes ask if you want them separated or all in one bag. Usually bulk is the better kind of move in terms of sustainability. So like getting them all in one bag and like splitting them up into like little... Okay, now this is not an option that I don't think a lot of people, like a lot of random college students have, but if you just have random cloths lying around, just like throw them in the laundry, clean them, and then use them to wrap those shoes because then your friends can reuse those cloth wraps to then pick up random things for you too. Or they can just give it back to you the next time they see you and then you can continue to reuse them. You can also bring Tupperware plastic bags that are like, I, I consider most Ziploc bags reusable. Um... I might be an odd one out here, but I don't know how many Ziploc bags I've used that, like, I think I can count on one hand where I've disposed them, like, as a single use item, I think. Um, I'm not sure, but, like, I, I, you can definitely reuse your standard Ziploc. You don't need a stasher bag or anything like that. Um, just wash it, wash out the Ziploc bag and reuse it. So you can use Ziploc bags as well or any plastic bags. For that matter, even those plastic bags that you put your, like, veggies in, as long as you, like, wash them out, um, I'm sure they're, like, good to use for any other item. So there's so many ways you can separate out those individual items once you get it from the store. Um, so because of COVID circumstances, I can see how they wouldn't maybe let you immediately chuck them into, like, a cloth bag. But after you get the big bag, you can separate it out on your own and hand it off onto your friends. So that's another way. I'm trying to really be COVID conscious in all this and be aware of like what's possible right now and what's maybe possible under normal circumstances because who knows when we're going to get back to the new or the new normal or is that the normal? I don't really know. I think that's the normal normal. And yeah, okay. Another awesome alternative is like jewelry bags. I don't know if anyone gets these. Um, well, okay. I'm sure people do. Like it's it's these jewelry bags, but not the ones that are super tiny. The ones that like contain like larger necklaces, maybe, or even I got this like really tiny earring in this large jewelry bag, and it's like from a really fancy place that I never would be able to afford. So I'm very grateful for them because the earrings look stunning, and the cloth bag is also really good quality. So I can definitely see myself putting like nuts in it. Um, it's kind of like your standard sort of oh your standard grocery produce bags. Um, so you can definitely use those to, like, put bread in. Um, actually, I think cloth bags are really good for, like, preserving bread because it's breathable. Um, so highly recommend. Um, on those veins, you can also use produce bags. You can either ask your friends to wash those bags afterwards and hand it back to you, or you can just hand the contents over and take back the produce bags, or you can just 
you know, ask them to hand it back a couple days later and you can just throw it in your wash, whatever works best for the scenario. But that's a fantastic option as well. Um, so those are ways you can kind of reduce the waste surrounding your product, I, both in transportation and in wrapping. Um, other things you can keep in mind is, of course, what type of seller they are. Are they locally produced? Do they make their bagels in store or do they freeze it? Um, generally, less processing that's involved, the more sustainable. So that's something that's fantastic to keep in mind. Um, and I think those are the key takeaways in terms of snacks um, and whatnot. So in terms of let's shift over to like beverages and stuff like that. So this is all also primarily breakfast things because I feel like those are the easy or like breakfast snacks because those are the easier things to, you know, spread the love, like pick a queue up instead of just picking up your own because they also tend to be like on a lower price range. So in terms of like something like coffee, um, okay, this is very particular to me, but I grew up as a kid who like never ever took out like food. So I didn't really like go to the coffee shop and pick up a coffee. That's not something I did when I was growing up. I'm, I'm trying to verify this in my head. I'm pretty sure this is true. Like I just never did that. Um, so for people in those circumstances, uh, I don't know if anyone else can relate, but sometimes they give you really pretty cups and they can't throw them out. Like they're adorable, like not the paper cups ones, because I usually those kind of wear out a little bit, but I've definitely done that with paper cups as well. I will take a plastic cup or something. I will wash it out thoroughly, of course, and then I'll turn it into like a pen stand. Um, I've done that for many, many years in like my various desk setups. Uh, my favorite, I believe, was a Bluestone Lane coffee cup, which like a plastic cup, which somehow made its way back home, despite my like hardly being home ever and I don't know how it got there like home is in home Japan but I think I have it at home and I think it serves as a sticky note container kind of wild um but it was just really pretty so there are definitely ways is what I'm trying to say there are definitely ways that you can reuse that item um without going and putting it into the trash maybe your friend paints a lot they can use it as their like paint cup um because then they don't need to like thoroughly get the stain out of the real cup or something um so that's at least one reuse option just like brainstorming ways that these things can be like lived out longer without consuming more things to enable that if that makes any sense um so that's definitely an option is reusing um beyond that honestly under the current circumstances it's a little hard like under normal circumstances i would definitely recommend bringing your thermos picking up your friends thermoses if they have some or if you have any extras um but under current circumstances, I don't really know if there's much you can do, and that's okay. Um, some great things you can do is making sure you're recycling things wherever possible, whichever bit is possible, refusing any, like, you know that, like, extra wrap layer that you can add out on the outside because the cup is too hot? Um, if you bring your own gloves, you can reduce the need for those extra layers. Um, and chances are, if you're in a situation like that, maybe you're getting the hot drink because it's so cold outside, and in that case, your drink's gonna cool down in, like, a second, so obviously, it's not a huge concern, obviously, don't burn your fingers, but, um, if you can carry them safely without having those extra bits added, that's a fantastic option, um, yeah, another option is getting a, like, a ginormous size of one drink instead of getting, like, two or three smaller drinks, and then that will make it easier for you to carry, first of all. So I, I feel like that would be a great swap. And then also that way, if you can split it up later, like once you get to your destination, instead of getting them separated out, which I realize right now under COVID, it's tricky. But if that's an option you can pursue, then that will allow you to save money, generally speaking, I think, 
because it would just be an additional like several like I think with the types of coffees that I've had like maybe it would be an additional 30 cents to get the biggest one um but then maybe you can save overall because you're not buying a lot of small drinks um so it's financially efficient sustainable because you're using just one cup instead of getting multiple of those disposable cups um so that's always a fantastic option as well um and then lastly if you have the option to do so this kind of falls along the lines of like going bulk but if you can buy either the coffee beans in store and yes the upfront cost is going to be pricier like it might be a 14 i don't know why that i have that number in my head but 14 dollars per like grinds um versus for like a bag of grinds i don't know how many pounds or grams that would be but if you can do that instead of getting like coffee cups it might be pricier up front but if you're buying for multiple people honestly it might not be all that different um and you can bring that to your home and make the coffee that way you don't need to worry about transporting and you don't need to produce as much disposable items if you're doing tea especially this is super easy like chances are usually um i i go to very average like coffee shop tea shops i don't really go to the fancy ones i'm sure it's different at fancy places but at your average place you're just using tea bags for your tea so just pick up the tea bags get the hot water at home and that's so much more sustainable um i know that there's a that's a different set of experiences so i completely understand that that's not always ideal um but that's another swap that you can do. So overall, those are the strategies I would take. But again, this is never to say that you should not be that good neighbor, that sweet soul who picks up like a little snack here and there, like a little coffee. Um, this was a rather odd episode that I'm feeling filming. No, I'm not filming. That I'm recording and I'm totally procrastinating. I'm kind of getting back into the groove of recording episodes because I recorded a bunch ahead of time because I was worried about finals. Um, But of course, I'm going to use this to procrastinate because why on earth wouldn't I do that? I would be an inadequate college student if I didn't. Um, But my voice is dying out a little bit right now, and I really appreciate you spending your time with me today, um, so I won't take any more of it. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Um, The usual, I, I feel so awkward asking for this, but if you can follow or like or leave a review or whatever you feel compelled to or comfortable with, that would be fantastic. Um, And with that, thank you so much, Minimal Moves. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.